Hey there, beautiful souls! Welcome to Wellnessable, a podcast about learning. This is your friend Mickey Sachiko. Wellnessable is from the words "wellness is possible," which is something I came up with back in 2018 to push myself and others in achieving life and wellness goals. So wherever you are in your journey in achieving those goals, we are in this together, my friend. With the help of different co-hosts on each episode, we'll talk about real-life lessons you can listen to on the go and easily apply in your day-to-day lives. Let's dive into it. Hi, everyone. I hope you and your family are all safe. This COVID nineteen outbreak, gonna think of it. It、uh, reminded all of us how. Important our health truly is, and how important to be always mindful of our wellness habits. And、uh, you know, I I mean I miss the days when someone would sneeze and people would politely say "bless you." <laughs> Now they would say "coronavirus." But、uh, seriously, though, the most important thing that we should be doing right now is to be always mindful of our habits, our health habits, and to. To really invest, double down on investing on our health, and、um, despite the sad news about COVID nineteen cases spreading so fast,、um, some businesses、um, being negatively impacted, I I hope that you are all still staying optimistic. I really believe that、uh, in every bad situation or in every difficulty, there's always. A silver lining. There's always、uh, something good out of it, and that's why I'm doing a special series called "Fight COVID-19 Edition," which is a little different from my previous podcast episodes.、Um, if you listen to the last、um, "Fight COVID-19 Edition," that was with Dr. Gerald Belandres, who generously shared tips to manage stress and other helpful、um, tips about health, and This episode, guys, it's gonna be、uh, another important topic. It's about mental health in times of crisis, and of course, how we can help the community in times of the Corona outbreak. But before we dive into our interview with my friend, I am dedicating this Fight COVID nineteen series to help support World Health Organization and, of course, Philippines Department of Health initiatives because I have been following them for the past couple of weeks religiously, and I gotta say that they're doing excellent job and a. Want you to also support them. If you would love to donate, please do so. I highly encourage that.、Um, there is actually a, a link that you guys can go to to support the work of World Health Organization. But let me just pause for a bit and explain why it's critical that we help them. I know it's a big organization, and you've probably seen that left and right they're getting some donation or pledges from certain organizations or countries. The reason is because the greatest need right now is to help ensure that all countries, especially、uh, countries, you know, in developing countries, that they get help in terms of their health systems, and your donation would help expedite WHO's work 
especially in terms of tracking and understanding the spread of virus, and more importantly, to ensure that um, the frontline workers are getting essential supplies and information, which is very, very important. So if you want to also donate to World Health Organization, fight COVID-19, simply go to their website. It's www.who.int and look for the donate button. Now, speaking of World Health Organization, I wanted to also emphasize another important fact from or tip from them advice in terms of flattening the curve, meaning to really help in slowing down the cases of COVID-19. So as per World Health Organization, there are five simple steps to kicking out COVID-19. First is, of course, you've heard this many times, guys, proper hand washing. And second of all, um, please practice coughing um, you know, proper coughing etiquette. And of course, no touching of your face as much as possible. And another thing, um, this might be tough to some, but please practice social distancing. It's very important right now. And of course, uh, stay home, um, you know, as much as possible. And uh, if you're not feeling well, uh, consult doctor uh, ASAP. Now, I also wanted to do a, a little highlight of the work of Department of Health here in the Philippines. I salute you guys. I also salute the frontline workers. Excellent job. And, um, and they have this, uh, a new page that they just launched recently. That's, I think it's very important for you guys to follow. It's, uh, facebook.com slash DOH healthy. Filipinas. So this is on top of their existing page, their official page of DOH. So the Healthy Filipinas Facebook page is basically all about promoting health and wellness and helping Filipinos have healthier habits. So you can check it out. They also have this hashtag Taong Bayanihan and hashtag Taong Bahay. I, I love those two um hashtags that they're doing and spreading it in social media encouraging people to maximize their uh, experience while in quarantine I wish I I know must be hard for some but uh, you know let's just make the most out of it so please check out Department of Health or DOH uh, pages so that you can learn how to be healthier you can learn how you can maximize your quarantine time and at the same time and how you can help in flattening the curve they also have certain links where you can you know um donate and volunteer um if you are a frontliner so yeah please check it out i think it's very crucial that um, we also help them especially during these times so now we are on to an exciting part this is going to be with my special guest, my friend, Sarah Paul, who is a psychotherapist and a founder of the therapy.com. It's a Singaporean company and uh, it, they're basically in a mission to promote mental well-being uh, all over the world using their online 
booking platforms for mental health related services. And Sarah had 14 years of experience as a mental health counselor, and she will be providing insightful tips on how it can be mentally strong during uh, the times of crisis. And um, I really love that uh, she will also be covering how SG combated um, COVID-19. As you probably have heard in some news, Singapore's response to the corona uh, virus um, has been dubbed by some countries to, as, as a, as a a good uh, role model because they're, they, they really did excellent job in terms of managing um, the pandemic or the outbreak there in Singapore. So for example, one of the things that I love is that they actually l- recently launched a, cont- uh, a contact tracing smartphone app called Trace Together. And the purpose of this app is to basically identify people who have been in close proximity to you within two meters for x number of x amount of time and that's just using the power of bluetooth technology how awesome is that right so basically singapore uh did an excellent job in a and um you know philippines um they're picking up a thing or two so hopefully we can flatten this curve here as well and uh it's really important that uh, yeah we're all giving our uh, our help in terms of uh, you know fighting COVID nineteen. So now, most important thing is to like I said, invest in our health and our mental health. So let's dive right into this interview with Sarah. Hey Sarah, welcome to Will Nessable Podcast. Thank you so much for being on the show. How are you doing? Hi Mickey, I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Yes, I know that we've been chatting about um, different wellness topics, especially your expertise, which is mental health for a while now. So I'm super excited. I'm grateful that you are going to be doing this talk because mental health is very important right now. Uh, how are things there in Singapore? Uh, things pretty much uh, stabilized. Uh, we still, of course, get very much in touch with what's going on. Uh, we are all doing our part in having social distancing. Our number is uh-huh. kind of stabilizing. And uh, uh-huh. we see an uh, encouraging number of people recovering from COVID-19. So uh, that's uh-huh. a good sign. We are happy to see the progress. Yeah, how, how's things over there in Philippines? Um, well, the government, I think, is doing a pretty good job in flattening the curve. Uh, although, you know, there are some numbers that are being added for cases of um, COVID-19. But I think, you know, everyone's doing their part. So, and I'm, um, I'm also like, you know, I'm seeing some people who are becoming suddenly more health conscious now. So I think that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm pretty much doing fine as well. Um, pretty much kind of, I mean, the same lifestyle-wise, but, you know, there are some, some things that are uh, obviously on hold right now, but we just got to, you know, deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, so you, you guys are doing an excellent job, uh, you know, u- utilizing your platform, the therapy.co, in terms of really um, disseminating um, information about fighting COVID-19 anxiety and being mentally tough. Um, I'm just wondering, Sarah, um, how, how else are you guys um, promoting mental health right now during this pandemic? 
Ah, I see. Yeah, I, I see actually uh, more and more number of mental health professionals uh, blasting out uh, strategies and what to do. So, of course, I wrote an article on how we can build our mental psychological resilience uh, in oh, an nice. article which I published on my blog. Um, uh-huh. So, the blog name is bettermood.sg. And uh, uh-huh. besides that, um, um, we have this th- free 30 minutes consultation with our counsellor oh. psychologist online. Uh, that is also accessible to all who uh-huh. visit our website, thetherapy.co. Um, and also, I will be launching a promotion uh, to all the therapists to encourage therapists to start seeing clients online uh, at no charge. And uh-huh. um, we, we, I will not be collecting any commission from them for the first sessions that they are seeing uh, their clients. So I, I hope uh-huh. that this will actually motivate them to start seeing um, clients and using video conferencing as a viable medium to see clients. Which is absolutely very important right now. I mean, we all have to be practicing social distancing, but I think it's just about physical distancing. We have to still be socially connected through the medium, the technology, right? So I'm super glad that you guys are doing that blasting different strategies to widen your your platform. I know I've been following it for, for about a year now and I'm super glad that you guys are, you know, always consistent about it. Um, what other exciting news uh, would you like to, to share that, uh, that you guys are working on right now for the therapy.co? Mm, actually, right now, our focus is really to uh, give as much value as possible by writing articles of, um, uh, of a wide range of topics, helping people to understand uh, mental conditions. It's not necessary about uh, not having a good grip on reality, but all of us has got emotional ups and downs. So especially times like this. So we just want to put ourselves out there for people to know that this is the work that we are doing and we are really accessible for people to do that. And awesome. uh, I, I truly welcome anyone and everyone to connect with me, whether you are doing similar work or you are looking at uh, potential working together um, uh-huh. or using our services here. Awesome, awesome. So talking about the the, the crucial topic right now, since that's really, you, I know you're, that's your mission to really help more people be mentally tough. Um, what are your tips, basically, on you know being mentally tough during this pandemic, Sarah? Um, yeah, really good question over there. I mean, we all have our strategy to cope with stress, and uh, all these strategies. I think if you you have been using it and it's is working fine for you, then of course, continue to keep using the same strategy. I think whether in good times or bad times, we all have our strategy in overcoming stress. Uh, Just that in times like this, there may be a heightened sense of anxiety because of the uh, onslaught of uh, all kinds of negative news around. So it increases uh, anxiety and to, for some people, they may feel a sense of, like doomsday effect with the overwhelming amount of news. So I think uh-huh. it's good that we have some kind of boundary 
uh, we create for ourselves in terms of what we let in, what kind of information we let in. And sometimes we may need to block out all informations just to be mm-hmm. still and um, centered ourselves against to here and now, um, mm-hmm. you know, to create a kind of space for ourselves. Like even right now as um, people are having a change in work environment, uh, we can uh-huh. still do what we can to segmentize our um, our life, our work life with our other like family life or social life so that to have some kind of boundary here, we can um, still retain some kind of normalcy, some kind of structure in our life, which I think in times of uncertainties like this, having a structure is really important to calm us down, give us a sense of control again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know what? Um, I'm super glad that you mentioned that because it's really important that with the overwhelmingly, you know, news about COVID-19 left and right, it's really important that we all take some news break every now and then. So I'm glad that you mentioned that, Sarah. Um, one of the things I, I like about you, by the way, is that um, you keep uh, sharing what one of the things that you learned in the past, which is the the phases uh, mm-hmm. about of, of healthy mind. Uh, that actually um, stick with me ever since you shared that with me last year. I just wanted the listener to know about what this FACES, which is F-A-C-E-S acronym, is all yeah. about. Can you share? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, F stands for flexible. A stands for adaptive. C stands for coherence. E stands for energized. S stands for stable. So basically, this acronym comes from Dr. Dan Siegel. He is an interpersonal neurobiologist. Um, he's uh-huh. also a psychotherapist. So um, he's really a science kind of person. And he came up with this model of describing what a healthy mind would be like. Uh-huh. And I thought it's applicable for our current situations to be reminded of uh, these five traits and that is um, to be flexible in coping with the current situation, to be adaptive, to have some kind of coherence in the sense like um, um, to continue with uh, what our life, to have some kind of continuity in life that, that creates a, science, uh, a sense of coherence, um, to, f- to continue to keep our mind energized, you know, by having positive interactions, um, by exercising, and um, and S stands for stable. So uh-huh. we want to um, continue to have a sense of stability in our emotion, especially given the fluctuations of what is happening. Sometimes it can be, um, sometimes it can be unsettling. So uh-huh. um, I just think that this this five um, traits of a healthy mind can help us to. Um, reminds us of what it's like to have a healthy mind. Wow, I love that. Yeah. I know that you've sent uh you you sent this to me and you've also we've talked about this as well in the past, but like hearing it again is really important that uh we always keep this in mind. Yeah, if we wanted to have a healthy mind to just remember those things. Um uh, one of my favorite parts of that, I mean those words right there from that phrase, from that acronym faces, everything's very important. But one of the, I just wanted to highlight a bit the, the, the A, the adaptability. 
because I've been following what Singapore did uh, in terms of fighting um, coronavirus. And you, I would say that you guys have really adapted well on that. Um, what, uh, just just for the benefit of our um, listeners, um, Sarah, since you, you live and work in Singapore, um, can you share what were your favorite things that the Singapore government did in terms of stopping the spread of coronavirus there mm. and how they adapted to, you know, yeah. to this uh, pandemic? Yeah, I'm pretty proud of what the government has done. I guess learning from the experience of SARS period in 2003, our government already have a set of protocol. So uh, we just kicked they um, just launched the protocol right away when uh, oh. we gotten the news of COVID-19. So we know uh-huh. exactly what we need to do and that is social distancing. Um, we need to have quarantines um, when people come from uh, other countries. or uh, and, and we also, so we, we are all very mindful of what are the steps to do. So I, I think the government is doing very well in terms of taking pragmatic steps. Um, mm-hmm. and assuring us in terms of food supply, distribution mm-hmm. of resources such as face masks, hand sanitizer. Uh-huh. So these very um, practical steps really help us to calm ourselves down to know that you know we are not in shortage and there's no crisis here. So I uh-huh. think that, that has helped us help people uh, psychologically as well. That's nice. That's nice. I'm I'm super proud of what you guys are doing too. And uh, yeah, um, I'm glad that uh, things are stable. Uh, you know, being stable now there in terms of uh, the numbers. Um, hopefully, we all get through this as soon as possible. I mean, like, uh, you know, we we have to be very optimistic, right? I'm just wondering, you being someone, I I I mean, I I've known you for a while, and I know that you're the kind of person who loves helping out. So, what? would be your suggestion for others who might wanted to lend a hand and help others out during this crisis? Do you have any um, tips or any inspirational um, stories you wanted to share as you always do? (laughs) Yeah, actually um, on a few of my WhatsApp groups, uh, there are people already volunteering in terms Uh of um, uh, delivering food to the lower income families. uh-huh. So we, we are seeing people stepping out voluntary and that, that's really encouraging. And um, so, so I guess to have that community spirit would help us to really brave through this situation better. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think just keep our conversation uh-huh. going, but not just about uh, COVID-19, uh, just about everyday life, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So helping one another, mm-hmm. I, I suppose, whether it is uh, good times or bad times, uh, it will still make us feel mm-hmm. good about ourselves and feel that we are part of a larger community. And in times like this, I think a lot of people uh, is awakened to the importance of community. Um, so that's really heartening to, to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that you, you know, you, you're highlighting that it's really important that everyone give their, you know, their share of help, uh, you know, in good times or bad times. It's not really what the government can do for us, but it, it's what we can do for the government, right? So it's, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that we're, you know, um, you guys, you have that um, as well uh, as part of your advocacy. Um, um, yeah, I mean, Sarah, 
it's been a really insightful talk. Um, I'm sure you, by following your social media platforms, your website, a lot of people can learn from it. And uh, I, I wish you all the best. But before I let you go, what other message or anything that you wanted to share to our listeners covering the mental health scope? Um, to the professionals, um, I think at this point of time, they may feel a lot of feeling just like um, any normal person. But um, I, I think it's critical to have self-care, um, uh-huh. not, not just the mental um, health professionals, but everyone, especially those in the frontline workers. Yeah. I think uh-huh. having a sense of uh, calm, creating a space of calmness, um, uh-huh. such as uh, practicing meditation, I think that, that will help very much. So, yeah, so I just wish that... Um, through this episode, this this um pandemic actually that there would there are actually a lot of learning we, we can have and there's a lot of opportunities for us to become stronger as a community and that's my hope for all mm. of us. Yes uh we are definitely on the same page on that uh so yeah the frontliners yeah that, that's right Sarah please Take care of yourself. Uh, the frontliners are very crucial right now. They're the backbone of everyone's economy. So, Sarah, thank you so much for all the things that you've shared, the tips. I wish you all the best in your uh, advocacy. Wish you the very best too, Miki. You are doing such a fantastic job with your podcast, um, sharing all the positive messages. I look forward to follow, continue to follow you on all the episodes you have. Thank you so much, Sarah. That was a great talk indeed. So now moving on to another important part of this podcast episode is how we can help the community during these times. I really believe that uh, even small acts can make big impacts. So I hope you guys are also asking that, that, you know, how can I help myself, but at the same time, how can I help others? Obviously, you don't want to be exposed out there and go out there, you know, and uh, become vulnerable in times of crisis because it's just limited to people who are frontline workers, right? So these tips that I'm going to give to you are important, something you can do even at home. First is to follow credible news sources, please, because if you are posting and following only legit source of news you're avoiding you know sharing um some information that might just spread fear and anxiety it's really difficult right now to identify which is fake and which is not so if we're just all mindful about double checking on the information that we're sharing to our network then i think that's a big help already in our society especially during these time and the second tip to help community is to please be conscious of how you're shopping it's really important guys that we are also mindful of just buying what we need and not buying more than what we need um yeah because there are a lot of people out there especially those who are you know coming from at-risk communities who might have hard time buying what they need and if they can no longer buy anything you know it's uh, gonna be a big challenge for them now the next one is to 
Please support small businesses. Support businesses like restaurants, gyms, salons. Buy gift cards or their services that you can use at the later time. Make donation because these small businesses. I'm sure you guys know they're critical to our economy as a whole. And I'm a small business owner myself as well, and I know this for a fact. So, guys, support one another. It's very important at this stage. And、uh, another tip is I've covered this earlier: make donations, make donations to NGOs, make donations to low-income families, to the frontliners, regardless if it's in kind or cash. I think that'd be very much,、um, you know, make their day. And the last tip is to be the person to be a supportive person to one another. Speaking of support. I wanted to shout out to Quanta Digital、um, for supporting my wellness advocacy, Wellnessable,、uh, and for supporting other、uh, organizations as well. Quanta dot com dot ph. That's their website.、Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for helping me spread my wellness、uh, as possible advocacy. And、uh, to you guys, to my listeners, I appreciate you guys. Please. Be there to one another. Although we're practicing social distancing right now, it doesn't mean that we will be disconnected. So reach out to your loved ones, check up on them if there's something you can do from afar, and see how they're doing. So there you go, guys. I hope you found value, and、uh, I'm really hoping that this will be over soon. I'm praying and meditating that we all get through this ASAP. Sending you lots and. Lots and lots of good vibes and love here from the Philippines. Take care and God bless. Thank you guys for listening. If you learned something from this episode, or if you have any valuable lessons you wanted to share to us, remember lessons learned are worth sharing. So please let us know by posting it on your social media accounts and use hashtag hashtag wellnessable, and we might just have a special feature for you on our next episode. Until next time, beautiful souls, keep growing, keep hustling, and keep learning. <laughs>